This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, you're going to get Memphis. One out of two at the free throw line. Ant keeps the rebound alive. Beverly's got it. He'll dribble it out in the corner. The horn will sound. And for just the second time in the last 18 years, the Timberwolves are headed to the postseason. They clinch the seventh seed. And they're headed to Memphis. I got a friend in Memphis. Welcome back. I, I chuckled just a little there because the second time in 18 years is not overwhelming. It's an overwhelming statistic from the wrong angle. Joining us now, the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. He's played in the NBA playoffs. He's played in the Final Four. He's been a first-round draft pick. He works for the Timberwolves now, former gopher, former Timberwolf Former Boston Celtic, former Toronto Raptor, former New Jersey Nets. Who else do I got out there, John Thomas? <laughs> There's a lot of formers. <laughs> That's okay. That means you played for a while. <laughs> indeed, indeed. No, uh, pleasure to be on as always, Mike. I remember one year, though, I turned on the TV, and I think it was you, you were either playing for Toronto or New Jersey, and they picked you up late in the year in, in, in the playoffs, and they had inserted you in. You were part of the rotation. It's like I didn't even realize John was playing for them. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Indeed, I do. That was uh, when New Jersey had to pick me up uh, the last uh, few regular season games, and then yep. uh, I had the un, unseasoned task of being able to guard Shaq uh, through the playoffs. <laughs> Is that what, that's all they wanted you to do, huh? <laughs> well, we ended up having to play uh, the Indiana Pacers in the first round. Okay. So it was Jermaine, o- Jermaine O'Neal, yeah. which obviously was was no small task either. Yeah. Uh, but it, with the potential hopes of getting past the first round, which we had thought we, we were a better team, uh, we indeed did face that eventual Miami Heat championship team with, with uh, Shaq and Alonzo Mourning. That was oh, a wow. John, I got some good news for you, and I got some bad news for you. <laughs> you're going to get to play tonight, and your job is to stop Shaq. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a heavy task to start with, for sure. What does it do for an organization like the Timberwolves, where you now work on the corporate side, to have a win like last night? Because when you walked into the office today, you felt what? Uh, I think collectively just a, a sense of, of pride, because I think that what a lot of people don't understand is how much actually goes into it. And you never, as a, as a former player, you never understand what actually has to go into making that all come to fruition. Obviously a kind of a perfect combination of having the right mix of players, uh, a coaching staff that ultimately prepares them, the front office that puts the right pieces in place, uh, everything from the, from the business side in terms of leadership and how uh, they're positioning the right type of messaging into the market, and then ultimately a fan base that doesn't give up. 
And so I think it's been fun to watch the, the, the turnaround of the team and the, the, the maturation of guys like Cad and the resurgence of, um, you know, you look at Anthony Edwards and what's happening with uh, Patrick Beverly and the energy that he's injected. And, and you can call out individuals, man, but at the end of the day, the same individuals you can call out are, are the people that are cooking the meals and stretching the guys and, and making sure the right marketing materials are in place or capturing the data and making sure that we're all aligned collectively. I and mean, there's a lot that goes into this entire business. So I think just a sense of collective pride. Patrick Beverly was emotional last day. I mentioned it in the first segment that I love to see him get his revenge on the Clippers. And I know some of that is calculated and cerebral on his part. Uh, but do you, do, when you see him, you see what? What does he mean to this team? I absolutely love what he brings to the team. You know, I think there's often, there's not enough emotion that, that is displayed. And, and again, I mean, I think sometimes there's, there's the hero, there's the villain, there's the, you know, there's, there's a storyline. And the thing which you receive with Pat is just authentic Pat Beverly. You love him, you hate him, whatever your feelings on it, you have strong feelings. And I, and I just love to see that when guys pour out themselves into, into a team, into, into the city and, you know, the result of trying to prove people wrong, trying to prove yourself right. Uh, you know, again, you hear him say they, they thought he was old. They passed up on him. And so there's this, there's this real chip. And, and I just appreciate what he brings to the game. And so to see that come out in emotion, uh, I was also an emotional player. Uh, so from my perspective, uh, you lay it on the line, you go out there, you fight for your team and, and you want to embrace your community. And, and for that, I was, it was great to see. And is that the kind of guy that you love as a teammate because you know he's always on your side or do you worry about him ever go, turning on you? You know, I, I, I never worry about guys that turn on because there's nobody that knows Pat better than those guys that are in the locker room. And he's been able to develop a rapport. Uh, it, it's visibly seen with the guys and, and how he leads them. I also think that and obviously I'm biased to, the, to, to being a big man, but I can honestly say that the point guard position is the most important position on the floor because – uh, they are the the head chef, and if the head chef doesn't set the the table, nobody eats. And so he's done a really good job, I think, of that. But as a um, you know, when you think about what he brings to the table, uh, he's he's constantly that defensive presence. Uh, he's a nagging, uh, <laughs> I guess, thorn in people's side all the time, and you know, pumping up the crowd and getting them involved. I think we all like to see what he brings to the table. I certainly wouldn't like to play against him. Hang on one second. The head, if the head chef doesn't set the table, nobody eats. I just want to make sure I got this down right because I could use that in a speech somewhere. You know what I'm saying? When I'm out there on the circuit, you know what I'm saying, John? That's for sure. Now, 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 a guy like Carl Anthony Towns, he goes into a game last night, probably learned more in that one game than, than he has in, you know, a lot of playoff experience. He hasn't had a lot of playoff experience, but I mean, he probably learned as much in, in that game as any game in his career because he, you know, he probably was a little bit overzealous, et cetera. And, he, and he's so talented. Um, you, you've seen guys like that where they, they just have an off night, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, how do you grade a guy? Is it how he responds to that? Is it what, when, when, when you know that he's disappointed in himself? You know, it's, it's easy to do that when the microscope, is magnified the most where the, the spotlight is the, is, is the brightest. But at the end of the day, I mean, Kat's work has consistently proven, uh, you know, to, to be something that's gotten us to this point. Now, if I'm him, 
uh, I guess the, the, the lens that I look through is that first of all, you've earned the respect to be double teamed. So mm-hmm. how do you not, how do you now adjust and welcome the double team? Because if you don't think that Memphis is paying attention to that, um, they, they will also likely double team and be aggressive with him. So welcome it. Now you then become almost a distributor. You become the, the sort of the second chef, if you will, or the, the sous chef. Uh, to, to stick to that with our theme of, of, of eating. <laughs> well, it's just dinner hour, so we can do this, yes. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but no, I, I, that's you, you kind of have to think about and take the emotion away from it. And I, and I know that he probably wanted it probably more badly than anyone else and, and fouling, getting into foul trouble and then ultimately fouling out. If you've got to turn off the emotional and, and turn on the cerebral and ask yourself, what do I need to do to to improve and just to get better? So... Um, and again, like it, it, let's let's be realistic. You know, all the things that are happening in the world, this is sports, and we, we're we're talking on a sports show, and we have the ability to do so, and it's a fun thing to do, man. But he's a human being. I certainly yep. think that he didn't he didn't lace him up and say, "I can't wait to mess up and file out tonight." That's right. So, hey, hey, man, put it behind you. The city is embracing you. You know, let's re- you're you're fortunate. That's the thing about sports is you got another crack at it until you can't. So uh, let, let's see what happens in Memphis. I always think with great players too that that it's really advantageous to have a game like last night where you you don't play well and your team wins because you're you're now uh, you, you still accomplish the goal but but great players often go okay that will never ever ever happen again on my watch you know what I'm saying yeah and and there, there's a lot to be learned from it and and that's the part that I think again that with with him it, it's you, you've done what you needed to do throughout the course of the entire regular season where people are taking notice and you hit the national stage. And in a lot of ways, you probably, you know, and, and again, I'm, I'm speaking for him. So I certainly don't understand where his head is at, but you know, there's a national stage. There's, there's pressures probably that you don't understand exists. And then the crowd comes out the way they did, which was a, a complete home court advantage with nonstop energy all the way through. Um, you know, you never know when those kinds of things happen. So, no, hopefully, you know, we, we need the big fella to show up and do what he, he does best. Um, you know, now that they're in the mix and actually in the, in the real uh, playoff series, the, this this whole thing is about adjustments now. And and whoever the best team is can stay healthy and, and, and comes up with the best schemes and, uh, and just has that full-out dogged effort uh, usually is the victor. John Thomas, our guest, former first-round pick, played the NBA for years and abroad as well. Um, Anthony Edwards, we use the term fearless when we watch him, not afraid of the moment. Those are the kind of phrases that we use. Uh, I don't know that anybody's fearless because nobody wants to be humiliated, and we all get anxiety, you know, the thought of embarrassing ourselves or not playing well. But how do you, when I describe, how would you describe him, and is there anybody that you played with that reminds you of him? Um, not that I, nobody that I played with, because he's got this, you know, to your point, this almost like, hey, man, it, nobody told you that you're 20. Yeah. You know, and, and, and to be able to take the. Yeah. And don't tell him, by the way, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, and it's, it's something that's been fun to watch just because of, you know, certainly the, the way in which he attacks the basket with reckless abandon. Uh, you know, his, his step back three is obviously continuing to, to improve, you know, watching the nuances around what he did prior to the game. You see how focused he was. Uh, he's, a, he's a jovial person, man, that, that really, I think, enjoys life and then will let you know about it. So 
I haven't really played with anyone. Certainly with, in terms of, I mean, the closest personality I think I would would be to, to KG, but KG had a different style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in, in similar ways, I, I think just had this this confidence about him. And part of it is just willing yourself to to be the best that you can. So he's, you know, he's told you about it. You know, he's told us all about it. Yep. And it's fun to it's fun to see it show up in the way in which it did uh, last night. I, I they read they said something. I don't know if it was on broadcast last night that he was the number four player ranked coming out of high school in the country. And I thought, who in the hell was number one, two, and three? Because <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, you you bet a lot of these AAU games, John, that you, that you watch in the summertime, where athleticism really shows through and great players that have freedom really show through. And every time I watch Edwards, I thought I would have loved to have seen him play when he was sixteen or seventeen when they get up and down at that you know tournament in Ames, Iowa, and all that stuff. Because he must have just been unbelievable. Yeah, you know the the athleticism that he has certainly speaks for itself, and, and when you're younger, uh, a lot of that can carry you. And as far as like the rankings, I mean, you we know how many players were quote unquote ranked. Yeah, it means and, nothing. And, yeah, right. Yeah, it means, it means absolutely nothing. So, uh, but no, he, he's uh, he's obviously a tremendous athlete. You know, all you can do is you know continue to hope that he takes care of his body and and and, and Father Time continues to be good for for him. But then you start to see the way in which Michael Jordan transformed his game. Um, you know, from being a very athletic player to someone who became more cerebral and used his body and was was less of the air Jordan, if you will. So, um, you know, watching that and seeing how he came in his first year um, and then, you know, into his second year and sort of the ups and downs that have come along with it, um, it's, been a, it's been a fun story to watch, for, you know, from, from my perspective, not only for him, but for the rest of the team and the way they've gelled and created continuity. And that's what makes good teams click. Right. I mean, that's that's what's been fun, I think, about about this team is they've had some stability and the certain players are, are getting used to each other. And not only that, but they're getting used to the city, the fan base, the fan base is getting used to them and identifying with them. And all of that, you know, breeds, I think, a, a really good story for, for what we're seeing unfolding in front of us. John Thomas, always appreciate it. Good to see you last night. Look forward to seeing you at the arena next week. And it's nice to say that. Absolutely, Mike. Looking forward to it. Go Wolves. Go Wolves. How how? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.